As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Obviously, you listen to Build Your Tribe because you're trying to figure out additional ways, additional streams of income to build and grow your business and to build and grow your social media. And if you haven't figured it out already, one of the best ways to make money on all social media platforms is with brand deals. I'm not talking about like the old school style of influencer where it's like a person getting ready with their makeup and they're just absolutely perfect. No, I'm talking about people who are super authentic and real and they're just like the person next door, and that's what makes them very believable. Brands want to work with people who have trust with their audience. They don't care how many followers you have, but they're not going to come looking for you. <laughs> that's a misconception. You have to go to them, and you have to do it in a way that shows them, yeah, I might not have any previous brand experience, but I understand this. I understand what's going on, and you send them the right kind of pitch. There's actually eight different steps involved, in my opinion, that are almost guaranteed to get you the kind of deals that you're looking for. And I'd be happy to share that with you. All you have to do is go to shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. And when you go there, shaleen.com forward slash get a deal, you'll enter your email address and I will send you back a complete report, like the eight steps you need to do to secure your first of hopefully many brand deals. Again, shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. So you're trying to figure out what's going on with podcasting, maybe because you already have a podcast or perhaps it's because you're thinking about starting one and you just don't know if you've missed the boat. Well, you're in luck because today I'm going to break down for you the most current and thorough research on the trends, listenership, and additional data that's going to help you to make an informed decision. All right, let's do this. Okay, for starters, this is all based on 2022 statistics reported in 2023. You should know that today, 80% of people are familiar with the podcast format. I remember a time not too many years ago where people were like, a what? What's a podcast? Where do you listen to one? 62% of the population over the age of 12 has listened to a podcast. That's pretty huge. One third of Americans, that's 104 million people listen to podcasts daily Overwhelmingly, the United States has the largest amount of podcast listeners with over 38% of listeners are from the United States and 43% of them are in the age group of 35 to 54, although it is a younger age group that is climbing very steadily. Now I'm going to give you a breakdown by ethnicity. And as I read these, what I found very interesting is they very closely match the demographics for ethnicity in the United States, but there are a few exceptions. So it is 57% of podcast listeners are white, 13% are black, 16% are Hispanic, 4% are Asian, 
and 10 are other or prefer not to identify. Okay, that almost matches the demographics in the United States, almost. The ethnic group that seems to be the lowest, however, compared to how many the percentage in the United States is the Asian demographic. So according to BuzzFeed, our ethnic diversity as of September 2020 represented that close to 14% of Americans are of Asian descent or consider themselves ethnically to identify as Asian, but yet only 4% of them are listening to podcasts. And 8% of people in the United States identify as Hispanic, but 16% of the listenership of podcasts are the Hispanic community. So that's interesting to me. Hispanics much higher. Blacks are representing currently in the United States 10% of the population, but 13% of the podcast listenership. I don't know what that means for you, but I think it's very interesting. It means that there's a lot of interest, especially and opportunity when it comes to people of color. Fastest growing gender listening to podcasts, I'm sure you're not surprised, is women. Although men make up 43% currently of the listenership and 39% of women. So (laughs) I don't know how those two things don't add up to 100 other than those who are non-binary or not identifying their gender. 66% of podcast listeners have a college degree. All right, so let's talk about where people are listening to podcasts. 13% are listening on their desktop or laptop. 28% of adults listen while they're driving. 73% listen to podcasts on their smartphone or their cell phone, regardless of where they're at. 32% of people over 18 listen while they're riding in a car, and 49% of people are listening to a podcast while they're at home. What time do people listen? All right, well, the most popular time for people to listen to a podcast, what do you think it is? 26% of people listen between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Now, I found that interesting that they didn't list a time earlier than that because it would seem to me a lot of people listen before 10 a.m., That's the statistic that they offered. And that the second highest time that people listen is between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. Now, what started me down this rabbit hole is I was trying to figure out what day of the week people listen to is the most popular for listening to podcasts because I'm considering making some changes to one of my shows. I'm going to leave it at that for now. And I didn't want to do it based on a gut instinct or even my own show statistics We've got, obviously, Build Your Tribe and The Shaleen Show. I really wanted to know, like, okay, what is the day that most people prefer to listen to a podcast? And Monday through Friday, the statistics are almost identical. So it really doesn't matter what weekday you release on, but the least listened to days are Saturdays and Sundays. And if you think about it, that makes total sense. You're not driving in your car someplace. You're not taking the kids to school. That might be the day that you wake up more leisurely so it's not part of your morning routine. So that didn't surprise me. Number one platform for podcasts, obviously Apple, number one with almost 40% of all podcast listeners. And a very close, very respectable second is Spotify with almost 27% of podcast listeners are listening on Spotify. I mean, there's lots of other podcast apps, but those are the biggest. Now let's talk about some pretty major, pretty substantial changes that I think you need to consider. I'm considering them. And I'm thinking about consumer behavior and how it impacts my podcasts. Obviously, we do two a week here on Build Your Tribe. And currently, we have been doing three a week on The Shaleen Show. That's what we're 
trying to sort out. But what we do know is that listeners now are listening to a lot more shows. On average, a listener tunes into eight different shows per week. That's a lot. I mean, when I first started podcasting, there just weren't that many shows and there weren't that many people who were listening to podcasts. Now, it's crazy to think that 80% of listeners get this, listen to almost every podcast episode all the way to the end that they start. Get this, you guys. The average consumer listens to 11 hours of podcasts a week. I can't even believe that number. Like I listen to a massive amount of podcasts. I'm shocked that that's the consumer average. Over 11 hours a week? Now, I do think it's very interesting to note that that number includes content that's on YouTube that's considered a podcast, right? Like, so a lot of podcasters now have shifted over to a YouTube format. They're either putting their audio up just so people can listen to it or they're filming their podcast. That should have an impact on your decision. If you're trying to figure out like, okay, should I start a podcast? Should I start it with a YouTube at the same time? I mean, yeah, if it makes sense for you. It would be the smart thing for us to do is to have all of our interviews be on YouTube, like we should film all of them. The reason why we don't, I'm just going to be honest with you, is because it's a lot more work. But 20% of new listeners discover a new podcast because they found it just by searching the topic on YouTube. I mean, that's huge. If you are someone who has a membership or a Patreon, an OnlyFans, any type of streaming service or membership service, people are 94% more likely to subscribe to your premium service if they listen to your podcast, not just because they're podcast listeners. Man, if there's one thing that's made a huge difference in my life, it's learning how to focus, learning how to remove distractions. And phones are about the most distracting thing that we own. There's a constant stream of notifications that we receive. And every time you get a notification, it's very tempting to check it, which disrupts your focus. That's why I tell you, if you're trying to use an app to keep yourself organized, good luck with that. Go back to pen to paper. When you take pen to paper, when you're using a day planner, it keeps you focused. And research shows that when you write things down, like in your own handwriting, it's a much more effective way of retaining and actually subconsciously working on things because the physical act of writing actually requires mental effort. It actually requires focus and it kind of encodes that information deeply in your memory. So it's crazy how you can just write things down and you don't even realize subconsciously you've already gone to work on those things. That is why I created a company called Push Journal. We have notebooks for journaling and we've got day planners. We've got day planners that allow you to track your health progress and we've got day planners that just have tons of pages for doodling and note-taking. Whatever your physical writing needs, we've got them and they're really cute, they're adorable. Get organized, reduce the chaos, and enjoy more freedom. Check them out at pushjournal.com. People are 94% more likely to subscribe to your premium service if they listen to your podcast, not just because they're podcast listeners. All right, now what about length of podcast? This drives me crazy, I'm just going to tell you, because when our advertisers are looking at our numbers, right, especially for The Shaleen Show, they want to know what our completion rate is like. So what percentage of your show does the average person listen to? And almost all reporting kind of favors a shorter show because you're going to get a higher completion rate, right? That just makes sense. So if you've got a five-minute podcast, yeah, people are listening to 100% of it. If you're, I don't know, a Joe Rogan or one of these top podcasters, however, 
if you look at the top of the charts, they're all podcasts that are incredibly long, like 40 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours long. Those are some of the most popular podcasts, according to Apple, right? And the charts. So I don't believe it. I do not believe that completion rate is what Apple uses to rank. And they're not very forthcoming when it comes to their rankings. This is my personal opinion. Every single social media platform, and a podcast is a social media platform, every single social media platform, all they want to do is figure out how long can we keep somebody on this platform, right? So my theory has been for quite a while, and I can't get anyone to confirm this, it just is like freaking common sense, that Apple and Spotify, they want long podcasts. I mean, if you look at who it is Spotify is making these huge deals with, they're not making huge deals with people who are doing seven days a week, 10-minute podcasts. They are making big deals with big creators who are making very long content podcasts. And the average person isn't going to complete an hour, two-hour podcast. I mean, if you're like most people, what you do is you listen to part of it before work, part of it after work. You know what I mean? So I just don't know that that statistic really means that much. I really think it's the number of minutes consumed that makes the biggest difference in the rankings. And you heard it here first. I can't find anyone to confirm this for me. But if you just use common sense and you look at the rankings and you look at the trends, I think that's what's going on. I'd love to know your thoughts on that. How long should your podcast be? That's probably your next question. So I've decided not to even give you these statistics because they're all over the place. There are podcasts that are two minutes long. There are podcasts that are over 60 minutes long. In fact, 17% of overall podcasts are more than 60 minutes. So it's all over the place. Who cares, right? Like, what does it matter what the average is? I think what's most telling is what are the top shows doing? And if you look, the top shows are really long, with very rare exception that they're really long. How often are these podcasts being published? Again, that data is all over the place. I mean, it really varies dramatically. But if you look at the top podcasters, they are most of them. I mean, there's always exceptions. There are some people who are doing like one a day. But most of them are doing like two a week, some just one a week. But if they're doing one a week, it's really long. So how do you get your podcast discovered by a new listener. Well, this is a statistic where I'm like, okay, we need to do a much better job of making our podcast searchable on our website because 30% of new podcast listeners are coming because they did an internet search on that subject. Dude, dude, that's huge. I mean, you can't even imagine the number of Asana tasks that I created after reading that. I'm like, this is everything. 19% find a new show because they asked a friend or family member about a subject that's on a podcast or a friend or family member recommended it. 17% say they sometimes find it on social media. Less than 6% are finding another show because the host recommended it. And 7% are still coming from advertisements on a different podcast. Well, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. Now let's talk about the power of podcast listeners. What I'm about to share with you, if you're trying to get advertisers, sponsors for your show, 
and you're going to get those sponsors yourself, which I highly recommend you do because these agencies, they are just a nightmare. Sorry, if you're an agency and we have an agency too. I mean, they're hard. It's really hard to find a good one. How about I'll say that? These are the kind of stats that you want to put together in your pitch letter to any company that you want them to consider sponsoring your podcast. And maybe they've never done that before. Okay, but when you share with them these statistics, they're going to be incredibly compelled to advertise with you to sponsor your show. 60% of podcast listeners have bought something because the show that they're listening to, the host recommended something. Listeners who subscribe to your show and have listened for at least four years, get this, 72% of those people have made at least one purchase from a sponsored ad. Dude, And all of this information is on Buzzsprout. I will link to the article so that if you need these stats for like your pitch deck or your the letter you're going to send to your potential sponsors, this is powerful stuff. 69% of respondents said that a podcast ad increased their awareness about, that's almost 70%, said they learned about a brand because they heard it on a podcast. 81% said that they pay more attention to podcast ads than they do any other form of advertising, including social media, radio, TV, commercials, billboards, all of it. Dude, that's freaking huge. 50% of podcast listeners say that they believe that the host will only recommend something that they themselves have used. That's very powerful. Apparently, this does not surprise me. Pre-recorded ads not read by the host are the least persuasive when you're listening to a podcast. We know that. Ironically, 22% said that there are too many advertisements in most podcasts as compared to other forms of media, which I don't know where they're getting that. Because if you listen to an hour-long podcast, you might get three. If it's a popular show, you might get three, maybe four ads. Usually one is pre-roll, one is post-roll, maybe two in the middle. That's nothing. If you think about an hour-long show, when there's a commercial break, you're going to get six. So I don't know what they're talking about there. I guess we just, we notice them more because you're listening. And so, you know, when we're watching TV, we kind of look away, we can do something else, but like it really catches you off guard, which makes those ads that much more persuasive, that much more powerful. But I think that's something to think about, right? So you can use that to your advantage for the Shaleen show. We love our advertisers. We love our sponsors. I reach out to most of them personally because it's a product that I use. And so I encourage them to be sponsors of the show. I try to work those ads in very organically. If you're not a listener of the Shaleen show, take a listen to the way I do my ads. Most of the time they don't feel like ads because I'm really recommending things that I actually enjoy, but there are still people who've been listening to me for like eight years and yeah, they don't want to hear an ad. So if it's worth it to them, they upgrade and they do a Patreon. So there's a way that you can position if you're wanting to add more ads to your own podcast, but you know there's going to be a certain number of listeners who just don't want that, you offer them an alternative. They could do your Patreon where it's all ad-free. Okay, more on advertising. 48% of people say that they are very seriously considering a brand after hearing their host talk about it. Okay, let's talk about the future of podcasting. The good news is there are going to be more and more and more people listening to podcasts. It could increase from 75 million last year to 100 million next year. That's a big increase. And what age demographic is growing the fastest or is predicted to have the fastest growing new listenership? Age 55 and over. Yeah. So if you've got content that you know advertisers are trying to reach that demographic, dang, I mean, you are sitting pretty. 
yes, there's going to be a lot more people listening to podcasts, but one thing that this article did not cover is the increased number of available podcasts. I mean, let's face it, (laughs) I haven't met anyone. I literally have not met anyone in the last, I don't know, five networking opportunities who doesn't have a podcast. Like everyone has a podcast. Prince Harry and Meghan have a podcast. Oprah has a podcast. Past presidents have a podcast. Like everyone has, a your dad has a podcast. Your mom has a podcast. Like everyone has a podcast, right? So yeah, demand for podcasts is up, but so is supply. And I dare say that there's more supply than there is demand. So what does that mean for you? It means you got to pay attention to this stuff. How do you stand out? You can't just market your podcast to your already existing followership, right? Like if you're thinking, I'm going to start a podcast and and then people will just find it. No, I mean, you have to listen to this episode again to really pay attention to where are people finding it. It's not social media. So if you think that you're going to get this top-rated podcast simply because it's great content, that's not going to happen. You have got to figure out how to promote it. I think one of the best ways to do that is by going on someone else's show. Clearly, I'm going to change our objective and do a lot more focused search engine optimization so that people who are searching for particular topics are going to find that topic when they're doing so on Google or or ChatGPT and they find my show through their own search. I've got to consider how we need to better use YouTube. Obviously, that is a really huge source. You've got to have people listen to your podcast. I mean, I guess you don't. But if you're doing this to monetize it, if you're doing this to grow your business, if you're not doing it just as a personal diary, then we've got to figure out how do we get more people, new people, new listeners to find your show as opposed to just like cannibalizing the same audience. You know what I mean? Like you're just promoting to your social media and your social media numbers aren't great. What makes you think you're going to get great podcasting numbers? Like you've got to look at this as a business and there's incredible opportunity. It is one of the funnest things that I do. I think it's one of, I don't want to say our easiest revenue sources, but it's definitely one that brings me a lot of joy. It's crazy how it's helped all of our other business centers. I mean, it's how a lot of people find out about Our programs that we offer, like Marketing Impact Academy, it's how a lot of people find out about Insta Club Hub. For me, The Shaleen Show has completely built my Patreon model, which is, it's phenomenal. And Patreon's so fun. It's so easy. My, I should probably do a whole episode about Patreon. I need you to let me know if you'd like to hear an episode about our Patreon. Like my personal Patreon experience has been phenomenal. We have two levels. We have a $5 level. And we have a $25 level and I record it on my phone. Like right now I'm recording on my podcasting mic, my little Yeti, my little blue Yeti. I have a mini version that I travel with. But when I record the Patreon, it's so casual. I want it to feel like I just recorded a voicemail or a voice note for one of my girlfriends. So I'm cussing, I'm venting. It's funny, it's messy, it's real, and none of it's scripted. There's no personal development. It's like a diary, literally. And half the time, Brett's there with me, and so you'll hear bickering between the two of us. And so of the two levels, there's one I call Between Friends. That's the $5 level. They get two episodes a month for $5, and it's usually just me. Then if you're on the Vault level, that's the $25 level, they get four episodes a month, plus they get a live Zoom with Brett and I, where everyone goes on camera. It's super fun. And it is just, for the vault level, we just really go there. You know what I mean? Like, it's for that person who 
is your most invested, most loyal member of your community, right? Like these are the people who you probably would want to hang out with, to be honest. Like these aren't people who are like mildly interested. And this is my personal opinion on our vault level where it's like just personal content, but it's also like really, really deep personal content. For someone who's listening to The Shalene Show because they want to improve their life, they want health and fitness and wellness and to hear about hormones and mindset and all those things. They want like a takeaway. They're into personal development. They're not going to subscribe to my Patreon. My Patreon is just for people who are like, oh, I want the tea. I want to go deep. I want to hear all the personal stuff, right? And that's not for everyone. But for that person who does want that, it's super fun for us to create it because there's no agenda. It's just it's just what we think and what's going on. So it's a really fun outlet for me. It literally feels like a diary. And because I don't even record it on a podcast. I just record it on my iPhone. No special mic or anything. I just hold my phone about five inches away from my mouth and I talk. And if Brett's going to say something, I kind of move my hand over towards him. I upload that to Dropbox, put a bumper at the front and the back, upload it to Patreon and we're done. And it's super cool. So I can go into that more if you'd like. I mean, I've kind of given you a snapshot of it, but if you'd like more details on Patreon and how to promote it and my thoughts on it and who should start a Patreon and when to start a Patreon. I can do a whole episode on that because I had a really hard time finding research on it when I was looking into it. We toyed with the idea for like, I don't know, probably four or five years before we started one. I wish we had started it sooner. That's my only regret. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do me a favor, hit the share button and send this to someone you know who either has a podcast or is thinking about starting a podcast and let them know that they should subscribe to Build Your Tribe because Shalene and Brock do a really bang up job. I appreciate you more than you know. It's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. We're done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.